We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Well, hello, friends. I am so glad that you have come back to join us on the Raising Christian Kids podcast. And today I have Elizabeth Urbanowitz, and she is a follower of Jesus who is passionate about equipping kids to understand the truth of the Christian worldview. She holds a BS in elementary education from Gordon College and a master's in education from Northern Illinois University and a master's in Christian apologetics from Biola University. I love apologetics. And Elizabeth has spent the first decade of her professional career teaching elementary students at a Christian school and now works full-time on developing comparative worldview and apologetics resources for children. Her goal is to prepare the next generation to be lifelong critical thinkers and, most importantly, lifelong disciples of Jesus. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me on today. We are so happy to have you on the show. I think it's so important that children learn about God and about their faith and to be able to defend it. And once they learn about it and they understand the reason why they believe it, then they're more able to defend their Christian faith. And we need more people out there defending their faith in the world that we're living in today. So. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about Foundation Worldview. Yes. Well, as you read in my bio, I started off my professional career as a teacher in a Christian school, and I just love getting to teach children. I love especially getting to teach them the whole truth of the gospel and a biblical worldview. And several years into my teaching experience, I noticed a problem that most of the children in my classroom, they came from great Christian homes where their parents were intentional at discipling them. I was the one who was teaching them all day. So I knew they were getting a biblically based education. And most of them were fairly involved with a local body of Christ, yet they were still rapidly absorbing ideas from culture without any question. And they were just mixing them in with the biblical worldview. So I started thinking, okay, what can I do to help give them a filter, you know, so that just to teach them to think critically. And so I started looking for materials to equip them just to ask good questions, to ask, you know, where does this idea come from? Is it a biblical idea? Does it stem from another worldview? And I couldn't find anything that was geared towards the elementary level. Everything that I found was really geared on for high school on up, which I'm so grateful those resources exist. They're essential. But I thought, wow, if these eight and nine-year-olds in my classroom, you know, are struggling with this, we're going to gain, we're going to lose a lot of time, you know, if we wait until they're in high school. So I just started equipping the kids in my class on my own, taught an after school class just on what does it mean to have a biblical worldview? What do other worldviews teach? And the kids just took the information and ran with it. They started evaluating everything the movies they were watching, what they were learning in school, the conversations they were having on the playground. So eventually, when people saw what was happening, they started coming after me and saying, hey, how can we get our hands on this? And I said, uh, you can't really. You know, I'm a third grade teacher. I'm not a publishing house. But after several years of these requests, the Lord made it evident that there was a need you know, for these type of materials for young children. So that's when I went back to school to Biola to get the master's in apologetics. And eventually, I left the classroom to start Foundation Worldview, which is an organization that seeks to create materials that adults can use with elementary and middle-aged kids to really get them thinking critically about the truth of the worldview. So now I run Foundation Worldview, and 
that's our goal to just get these materials into as many hands as possible so we can equip as many kids as possible to understand the truth of the Christian worldview. Oh, it's so important. We just had a whole month of March. All our episodes were geared towards teaching children about apologetics. Oh, wonderful. We agree with you. We are right there with you. It is so important. Our parents need to learn, you know, how to defend their faith and their children need to also learn how to defend their faith because as we're stepping out in this world, we can see that children are not being prepared and that's why we're losing them at a rapid rate and we need to start early. So this is why I'm so excited that you have started Foundation Worldview. And so Foundation Worldview offers a variety of helpful tools for parents. Can you discuss a couple of those, maybe like the webinars, the book club? Tell us about that. Yes. So twice a month, we have different webinars. Um, Usually once a month, I'll lead one just on some topic that's related to worldview or apologetics or teaching the Bible. Like back in April, I led a webinar on helping our kids understand the historical reliability of the resurrection. And then usually another time during the month, I'll interview someone who is either doing work with kids or maybe they're doing, they're writing books for adults, but just has really helpful information and just really try to translate down the information they have into bite-sized bits that kids can understand. So we have those webinars twice a month. We also have a book club that comes out once a month. And what we do is we give three recommended titles, one for adults, one for kids ages eight to 12, and one for kids ages four to seven. And then we give several worldview questions that parents can work through with their children as they're reading these books, because we want to expose them to quality literature, but also have them thinking critically so that every time they're exposed, whether it's to a book, to a movie, to a song, to a conversation, they're always thinking critically about those things. So those are a couple of things we have on our website. And then we also produce curriculum families use in either in homeschool or in family discipleship, and then churches and Christian schools also use as well. Oh, I am just, (laughs) I'm sitting, I'm so excited. I can't wait to really dig deep into all your resources. I haven't done that yet, but I'm so excited. I'm sure our our listeners will want to find out what you have also, because we, we do need tools for kids. So Christian parents are, you know, sometimes overwhelmed parenting in this culture as they're trying to navigate through the pandemic related issues and screen time management. What is some advice for parents on how to go about this? And do you think parents should allow their children to be exposed to things that contradict the Christian worldview at all? Those are good questions and important ones for parents to think through. So the first one, uh, the first question that you asked, you know, about how parents can navigate, you know, just the vast quantities of information (laughs) that their children are faced with in this culture. uh, That's a big one. And that's something, you know, the truth of the gospel never changes. The truth of God's word never changes. The truth of what it means to be human never changes. But our culture is constantly shifting. And so understanding the culture in which our kids are growing up is really important. And, you know, as you just hit on our children in one year of their life, they're faced with more competing ideas than most people throughout human history have been faced with in their entire lifetime. And so, you know, we don't need to change God's word. Obviously, we can't. That would be, (laughs) you know, that would be completely contradicting what God's told us to do. You know, the gospel doesn't change, but we do need to change our approach you know, as we are teaching our kids to understand the truth of God's word and and the gospel, that we need to actually give them skills that they can take and use in every situation. Because, you know, we can't possibly prepare them for every single idea they're going to encounter. You know, as as we're recording this podcast, you know, you and I know the the, the hot button topics in culture. Three years from now, they're going to be different. (laughs) You know, right now, TikTok is big, YouTube is big, but who knows in 10 years what's going to be coming down the pipeline. So we can't prepare them for every single thing, but what we can do is give them transferable skills 
but then they can ask good questions to discern the truth in any situation. I usually like to give the analogy of reading. You know, when, when all of us were taught to read, our parents or our teachers, they could have taught us to memorize words. They could have just shown us words and we would have memorized them and we could have learned to read that way. But the problem with that method would have been, we would have then been dependent on our parents or our teachers in order to ever learn any new word because we would have needed them to explain it to us. So what they did instead is they taught us 26 different letters that have different sounds. They taught us the letters. They taught us the sounds. They taught us how to put those letters together to form words. And now we can read any word that comes our way because we have those transferable skills with the 26 letters. So it's the same way with our children. What we need to do is we need to give them transferable skills, like questions they can ask, such as, is this an objective claim that's either true or false? So is this either true or false? Or is it just based on preference or emotion? So so they can then think, okay, is this just someone's personal preference or is this something that's actually true or false? Then we can train them to ask, well, how do I know whether or not this is true? Or what worldview does this come from? Or what if this person is wrong? What are the consequences there? So if we can give them these transferable questions they can take in any situation, that's going to just pay off dividends because we don't have to then be there for every single conversation our child is having, for every single you know idea they're encountering. We're giving them the skills to then go out and face whatever is going to come their way. And the second question that you asked about, you know, should parents expose their children to ideas that are contrary to the Christian worldview? Well, that's, that's a really important question. And I think it's one that, that many Christian parents wrestle with. And the truth of the matter is whether or not we're intentional about it, our children are already exposed <laughs> to those ideas. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, unless we live completely off the grid and we never let our children have any friends, which I don't think is the goal, <laughs> you know, we can't stop them from being exposed to competing worldviews. So obviously there are things that are just evil. You know, there are things that are vile that directly contradict God's word and it would not be healthy for us to expose our children to. So we need to be careful about what we let in. But I always encourage parents to let competing ideas into the home in small controlled doses when we can actually be intentional and help our children evaluate what is this idea? Where does it come from? Is it true or is it not true? So again, we're giving them those transferable skills. I like to, to use an analogy with hand sanitizer. I am a huge germaphobe. When I started teaching, like like every first year teacher, you know, I got sick a ton because you're just exposed to all these different germs. But you're supposed to get sick a ton your first year of teaching and then a little bit less your second year of teaching. And then your third year of teaching, you're supposed to be pretty immune. Well, just the opposite happened to me. The first semester of my third year of teaching, I got over 10 sinus infections. And eventually I went to the doctor and I was like, okay, we're treating the symptoms with antibiotics, but I want to find the root. And so he just asked, started asking me a few questions. And one thing he found out is that I didn't have a sink in my classroom. So I was using hand sanitizer probably at least 50 times a day. And so he said, you know, Elizabeth, when you hand sanitizer is really good before you're about to eat something, you know, so before you're about to touch something and put it in your mouth, it's also good before you're about to rub your eyes. He said, but if when you use it every single time you touch a student pencil or a doorknob or something like that, what you're doing is you're not only, not only are you killing all of the bad bacteria and germs on your hands, you're killing all the good bacteria. So you're weakening your immune system. He's like, and you're not getting exposed to those germs in small dosages. He said that, and that's what's built, what builds immunity. And so that's like that with our kids that we can't, we don't want to sanitize everything for them because eventually one day when they are out in the world, you know, whether that's just seeing an ad on some billboard you know, or a video on YouTube or TikTok or when it's, they're in a college lecture hall or in their first job, we don't want to leave them completely ill-prepared to encounter any of these ideas. But if we can just expose them in small controlled dosages, 
when we are still there to guide them through it, it can really help build immunity to false ideas. Yes, I agree. We want to be able to help them see what is subjective truth based on, you know, humanistic ideology or objective truth based upon the word of God and to be critical thinkers to decide which is right and which is wrong. And they need to be able to be exposed to worldviews so that they can, you know, measure the two. Absolutely. I agree. And so you, where can we find you and your information and how can the parents join the book club and tell us anything else you'd like to? Yes. If you go to foundationworldview.com, there you can find out all of the information about all of our resources. We have a little resources tab right at the top. (laughs) And if you click on that, you can find our webinars, you can find our book club, you can find our blogs, you can find the curriculum that we have. So if you go to foundationworldview.com, you can find all of that information there. That sounds wonderful. Well, thank you for being on the show, Elizabeth. May God continue to bless the work of your hands and everybody at Foundation Worldview. We appreciate you and This is how we all work to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.